Welcome to the Hello First Name Podcast. The Hello First Name Podcast revolves around the term personalization and is brought to you by marketing author Rasmus Holin, founder of Omnichannel Institute and chief experience officer at the marketing automation software company Agilic. The podcast is based on the book Hello First Name. Each episode is based in turn on a chapter from the book, followed by a discussion of the very same chapter with an expert marketing practitioner in the following episode. As always, you can buy the book on Amazon or other bookstores. You can also choose to listen to it all for free on your favorite podcast service. You're also very welcome to download the abstract of the book for free, and all models, of course, are able to download. All downloads are sponsored by Agilic. I'll make sure to put a link to everything in the show notes. But you can always connect on LinkedIn, and I'll be happy to reply and help out. This week's episode should have been a discussion of last week's chapter, Content Part 2, Content Feeds, with Pierre-Louis Gispagna, EMEA VP of Retention and Engagement and Warner Bros. Discovery. But due to scheduling issues, instead we give you another audiobook chapter from the book, namely Chapter 13, Personalization on Inbound Platforms. Chapter 13, Personalization on Inbound Platforms. Visitors to your website have an intention to come there. If you've done your homework with smart campaigns, see Chapter 9, and Marketing Automation, Chapter 11, then it may even have been you who sparked or nurtured that intention. This chapter explores the third and final major marketing discipline, personalization on inbound platforms. As we discovered in the previous chapter, this does include personalization of content feeds, but that is far from all there is to it. Relating inbound platform construction to the bow tie of personalization. The way you construct your inbound platforms is strongly related to the bow tie of personalization. Good websites and apps are constructed based on customer insights. Some of these insights should come from qualitative studies and form the background of your ability to interpret the more quantitative insights. Quantitative insights can take the form of either segments or more dynamic moments of truth. Website navigation and structure normally reflect both types of insight. And across your various web pages, you will show both messages and content feeds. However, while the structure of an inbound platform is clearly related to the bow tie of personalization, this doesn't mean that all content is necessarily personalized dynamically or that there have to be big differences in which content is shown to which users. In this chapter, we'll dig a little deeper into how inbound platforms are created before moving on to consider what is most commonly personalized on inbound platforms and in what order and what effects this can get you, i.e. the value you can create. Creating inbound platforms from insights. Constructing a new website or app is often a very big project, not only in terms of developing functionality and integrations with other platforms in your marketing technology stack, but also in terms of creating the bulk of the content and functionality. This is the case even if there's little to no personalization going on. When deciding which functionality and content to prioritize, however, both inside parts of the bow tie of personalization come into play. Which of your primary segments are using the platform? Should you develop personas for them to make it easier for your team to relate to customers and their needs? How about the various moments of truth? These will be reflected in the navigation and in the prioritized functionality. For instance, clicking dryness below shop by concern on sephora.com is an example of how a user can navigate towards a certain product selection namely skin lotion for dry skin. In turn, this provides Sephora.com with the insight that users navigating here are most likely to be in a certain moment of truth. Menu items should reflect the most common moments of truth as well as the most common customer segments. A website will also often have multiple landing pages, 
as not everyone will start their browsing session on the home page. Instead, they may be directed from a piece of outbound communication to a landing page where all content is designed specifically for a certain moment of truth or a segment. Although the page itself is not necessarily personalized dynamically, it still plays an important part in a personalized customer experience. Core customer experience comes before personalization. Part 3 goes into detail about essential prerequisites for personalization. However, a point worth highlighting here is that the core interaction design and the user experience of inbound platforms are more important than personalizing them. As any website or app is self-service, getting the right features and content on the website or in the app is far more important than personalizing it to segments and individual customers. This includes giving customers the option of customizing content feeds and search results. You should do this before implementing personalization. As a consequence, a lot of the content on a website is generally not personalized, with the exception, of course, of pages such as My Profile or My Dollar Sign Brand, which are visible solely to locked-in users. Your company story, corporate information, about us section, and so on, won't differ depending on which user is looking at them. And as we argue in Chapter 2, you should stand firm on your identity and not personalize your brand story. Personalization in near real-time When the core customer experience of your platforms is in place and it is time to personalize the experience for specific customers as opposed to optimizing it for the masses, keep in mind that your inbound platforms are the most responsive and real-time channels you have, at least if you don't count the personal interactions you have with your customers on the phone and in real life. You need to count on your staff to do what's right in these situations, but on your digital platforms, this means that personalization has to happen at a much faster pace in order to make a difference. Personalization engines have to deliver their output in near real time if they are to make any difference. For anonymous users, they must respond based on the clickstream and searches in the past 10 seconds, for example, of the current session. Returning to an example introduced in Chapter 10, if you suddenly have a Northern Hemisphere user browsing for a bikini in February, with no previous signs of intent, then you'd better act fast, or she'll buy that bikini somewhere else. If you try to capture her attention with a perfectly designed message that does not support her intent, you'll most likely fail. Personalizing content feeds versus personalizing messages. That said, not all personalization has to be done in real time, of course. Any personalization of messages based on your rather static segments can also make a bit of a difference. However, the primary attraction of your platforms is most likely your content feeds, and customers will have come to your platforms for a reason and with an intention. Therefore, keep in mind that a front page banner or category page banner with a personalized offer or call to action will most likely lose the battle for your customers' attention to the personalized content feeds right below. There is one exception to this rule of thumb, however, namely a prompt to unlock gated content. This is essentially a personalized message to everyone who has reached their daily quota of free articles or similar. The order of personalization on inbound platforms. Once you've decided to invest in personalization on your website or app, you should take care to design features, functionality and content in accordance with key segments and typical moments of truth in your customer's journey. You may not get it right on your first go, but continuous optimization of both conversion rates and software metrics, such as customer satisfaction, will take you further than you might imagine. Start with My Pages. The first thing to actually personalize is the My Account page, or whatever you decide to call your pages designed for locked-in customers. 
showing customers' own data, for instance, their transactions, payments, and any other history, on these pages is personalization by default, even though it may not feel like it. Personalize content feeds. Once you do start personalizing further, you'll begin by addressing content feeds. This assumes that you have content feeds that are key and relevant to your business. A consultancy will not necessarily have a lot of content feeds, and nor will an insurance company, except if they have a multitude of articles that their visitors might find important. Remember that on inbound platforms, getting the right content feeds in the right places matters far more than getting the ranking of each item within a content feed in place. Add personalized messages. Once you're done with personalizing your content feeds, we know you don't really get to the point of being done, but play with the thought just here for now. Then comes the personalization of your messages based on segments and moments of truth. Personalizing your messages based on moments of truth will create higher engagement and is really where you should ultimately be heading. Ultimately, you should be using every window of opportunity and every place where you have your customers' attention to tell them about the next best experience, NBX, see chapter 11. To begin with, however, personalizing your messages by segment will most likely make things easier for you in terms of managing internal stakeholders. This is because internal stakeholders often fight over who gets to have the front page. It can therefore be a great relief to enable personalization and allow multiple stakeholders to own the key message on the front page or on a category page simultaneously by supplying segment criteria along with their own content. Hiding unnecessary content is also personalization. An opportunity that is overlooked far too often is to hide irrelevant messages and elements that create unnecessary friction for customers. If, for instance, you have a known customer on your website who the algorithm suggests isn't ready to make a purchase but is merely gathering inspiration, then consider hiding all the classic nudges around scarcity and time-limited offers as they would be wasted. If the algorithm is right, you'd just be creating friction by showing these. In principle, this is incorporated into the ideas behind the NBEX, but the messages here are quite often thought of as functionality and thus not subject to personalization. You can also choose to hide certain second-level menu items if insights show that these are irrelevant for a specific customer. Value creation from personalization on inbound platforms. The good thing about implementing personalization on a well-designed and already conversion-optimized website with a high traffic volume is that the initial effect is near instant. If, on the other hand, you don't have sufficient traffic, then get that right before doing any optimization, let alone personalization. Advertising traditional public relations work and search engine optimization will help you get there. Increasing top-line sales. Needless to say, presenting more relevant products to your customers will make more of them add products to their basket and purchase them, whether it be from the front page, a category page, a product's detailed page, search results, or the basket itself. The same goes for the streaming shows or the news articles that customers consume during a trial period. The better the customer's experience of the content feeds, the higher the engagement and the higher the rate of conversion to a paid membership. Clever messaging can, of course, also make a difference in terms of when and how to ask for a paid subscription while clearly communicating the benefits, the different plans and the options. For large bodies of content, working with personalization can also mean that a much larger share of news articles, for instance, makes it to the front pages and thus more content is activated. To handle this, the inbound platform simply gets increased capacity so it can activate more content. 
If you are selling advertising space, this means that you can have more inventory and thus make more money from advertisers because you can serve a larger customer base. As a result of personalizing their product feeds, the team at Minto have succeeded in creating an increase of 11% in revenue per visit based on a 6% uplift in conversion rates and a 5% higher average order value. Given the fact that these tactics do not require manual maintenance, this is a permanent addition to an already sound revenue stream. In addition to working with personalization on their website, they also integrate specific product feeds into Google's and Facebook's shopping platforms. In this way, they have essentially moved some of the customer's initial shopping experience onto the big tech giant's platforms. Specific product feeds can be defined and matched with advertising audiences that are built using either the data of the advertising platforms or first-party data. Reducing service costs. Dynamic personalization of on-site messages can also be a huge cost saver. An example of this comes from the Swedish grocery store chain Co-op. When the company sold groceries online, the products were picked by hand and fulfilled from the nearest outlet. For certain categories of products, however, the stores might not have a lot of stock. If a large number of these products were added to the basket, a simple on-site alert would ask the customer to call customer service to check the availability. In this way, frustrations were fewer and friction was reduced. Reducing churn. We mentioned in chapter 11 how a cross-sell to a new product category must be handled carefully. On the one hand, it is harder than getting customers to buy more of the same product, but on the other hand, it has the potential to increase customer lifetime value substantially. For streaming services, the same logic applies. If a customer streams both the shows category and the football category, then there's a lower chance of them cancelling their subscription. They may have come for the football, but they stay for other categories once the football is on its break. Maturity levels for personalization on inbound platforms. When you're working with personalization on inbound platforms, such as websites and apps, personalization tends to become a priority a bit further down the road than when you are working with campaigns and marketing automation. Once you've become advanced, though, there's a gradual shift towards centralized combination of insights and content and on creating messages that are focused on customer intent as opposed to the next best offer or discount. In the table below, we've conceptualized three maturity levels for working with personalization on inbound platforms to help you evaluate your current level and where to take it from there. An organization working with personalization on inbound platforms at a beginner level will show the following traits. Conversion rate optimization is the focus of the website team. Personalization only happens behind a login, as in my account. Personalization applies for known customers only. Ranking of products and content is based on general popularity. Manual management of associations between products and content. An organization working with personalization on inbound platforms at an intermediate level will show the following traits. Algorithmic ranking of products per customer within categories using AI. Centralized management of product and content feeds. Simple rule-based personalization of front page hero messages. Personalization for both known and unknown customers. An organization working with personalization on inbound platforms at a leader level will show the following traits. Content feeds ranked and created dynamically per individual customer using AI. Content feeds matching moments of truth dynamically created using AI. Use of central personalized messages and insights, NBX. Personalized messages incorporated across all inbound platforms. Thank you for listening in on this episode of Hello First Name. 
remember that all models and even a written abstract of the book are available for download. You'll find the link in the show notes. In our next episode, which is a more classical podcast style, and due to the slight mix-up of the episode schedule, we'll be discussing last week's chapter, namely Content Part 2, Content Feeds, with the protagonist of that chapter, Pierre-Louis Espagna, EMEA VP of Retention and Engagement at Warner Bros. Discovery.